Hello, you beautiful soul. My name is Heaven. I am a Reiki teacher, a spiritual coach, a light worker, and a truth seeker. A large part of my role is to bring awareness to all things spiritual, personal development, and the truths of this world. I am so happy to have you here. Okay, hello everyone. I'm really excited for this week because we have a very special guest, as all of the guests are special, but this one, this one's sitting right beside me, and I've never actually done an in-person podcast, so do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, well, hi everyone. I'm Josh, Heaven's partner. I'm happy to be on the podcast. I had no idea how this is going to go because he has never done a podcast. No, I've done one now. One solo, yes, yes, for university. He's done one solo podcast for university, so this is new. This is exciting. How are you feeling? Uh, nervous. and Nervous? A, a little unsure of what's going to happen. <laughs> I love you. Okay, so I figured we could just talk about our story, how we met... And then I did have some people ask questions, so we'll answer that at the end. And Josh asked his own question, but luckily someone else asked the same question. That was a great question. (laughs) Yes, yes, it was a great question. So all of the questions we will get to at the very end of the podcast. Josh, I don't know if you know this, but all of my podcast episodes are literally just a conversation. I don't edit it, so... Whatever you say, be careful. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, that's dangerous. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. But it's more just to have like an open discussion, keep it fluid. I like it that way. The listeners like it that way. So how does that feel? Does that make you more nervous? No, that's good. Let's get into it. Okay, so we're going to start with how we met. (laughs) Okay, so Mm, this this would have been... (laughs) In 2016, October 23rd, 2016, I don't know why I know the date, but I do. Maybe because it was the day my life changed. (laughs) All right, you're a sweetheart. I have no actual memory of the actual date. I remember the occasion, but not the specific date. Okay, October 23rd. So now you're one up already. Now that you know it, you have to keep that in your mind. Okay. So, October 23rd, 2016, I was living in. Beautiful Banff, Alberta, which is about 15, 20 minutes from us now, full circle. Yep. And I was swiping on Tinder as a single girl does when you're living in Banff. If anyone's been to Banff, it's a huge party town, and that's pretty much what you do there. You go out and you swipe on Tinder. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sorry, mom and dad. (laughs) And that's exactly what I was doing. I was swiping on Tinder and saw this beautiful blue-eyed boy and was like, Oh, shoot. He's good looking. So, of course, swiped right. That's the right way, right? Swipe right. I Left know. It's is... been a long time. I, I know. It's right been is... a long time. <laughs> Swipe right sounds about right. So, I swiped right and <clears throat> we matched because I think Josh swiped right on everyone, but that's okay. Oh, that's rough. <laughs> Just the most beautiful ones. Mm. And you uh, happen to be a part of the bunch. Mm, thanks, babe. You're I'm welcome. honored. <laughs> And I just, in my Sagittarius nature, messaged him first, took the plunge and went in for the kill. (laughs) And I messaged him and I said, 
I never do this. And that's actually true. I never usually message first, but you are just too good looking to not talk to. And he responded. And I was like, wow. I mean, of course, you'd respond, look at me, but. Yeah. And apparently, as far as I've been told, the first person or the first boy you've ever messaged first. That is true. I don't do that. I mean, I didn't do that. I we're together now, so I still don't don't do do that, that, hopefully. So from there, we actually talked for a few hours and just about casual things, you know, nothing too serious. Just at that point as well, I was sort of traveling around Canada. I had been for a few months at that stage, probably four or five months before sort of um, getting work for the winter. So I'd been mucking around and hanging out and I spent a a few weeks here and there in Banff, sort of coming and going and taking off to other destinations in between. Yes. So the timing, like him landing there when I was doing that is actually pretty divine because you were kind of all over. If you don't know by his accent, Joshua is Australian. Like everyone in this part of the world, really. (laughs) Yes. Um, To the people back in my hometown, to date an Australian is very different. But if you live in Banff, Canmore, these kinds of areas, they're actually quite transient. And because they're so beautiful, a lot of people from all over the world want to come and live here and experience um, usually the winter season because of snowboarding and skiing. So that's kind of probably what drew you to the area. Yep, absolutely it is. Mm -hmm. So that's how we kind of landed in each other's paths. It was divine. Um, Going back to our Tinder story. So We were talking for a little bit. I used to drink all of the time at one of the local hostels. You were able to meet a lot of people that way. And it was honestly where my group of friends would hang out. So I was doing my normal thing, hanging out at the hostel. And in walks in Josh. And oh my, you know, this is going to sound so cheesy. And I don't even know if you know this. But when like you see someone walk in the room and it kind of slows down, like it's in slow-mo. I don't know if it was because I thought you were super attractive before I was like, oh shit, that's the guy who's messaging on Tinder. 50-50, I reckon. Banff is extremely small, so if you have a bad experience, you're going to run into that person. If you have a good experience, you're going to run into that person, and I kind of forgot this. Um, I learned it very quickly. Yeah, it only took two to three hours after we (laughs) matched and started messaging, so it was very quick to randomly walk in the room and sort of see each other. So quick. It was so fast. And Josh and his like nature just came and sat right beside me. I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. (laughs) But thank thanks to some liquid courage. I wasn't so freaked out. I was like, okay, I'll talk to this guy. That's fine. Um, Which we did. We kind of just talked. We actually took videos and pictures that exact night that we met. Um, I can put them up on my Instagram after this goes live so you can see them if you're listening right after this goes up um but yes as in tradition with Banff matching with tinder we had a solid two weeks of just hooking up (laughs) but I had a crush on him it was two weeks pretty much that you were there so that was our relationship at the time it wasn't anything more it was really just like okay we're drunk not so much we did go for breakfast with a couple of other people a couple of friends uh, one morning when I was back, I think I, this is when I returned to town mm-hmm. after a little mm-hmm. getaway. Um, I remember it. It was particularly, particularly rememberable. Oh God, I've forgotten how to talk. <laughs> particularly memorable because Heaven, who 
weighs next to nothing <laughs> and is the size of, I don't know, a sh- very short person, <laughs> for lack of a better term, uh, she decided, and this was at the start of winter as well. So it was already snowy and icy and everything like that. So we're walking down the street and heaven just decided to hip and shoulder me because she's so short. She's got a much lower sort of center of gravity than I do. So I I actually went flying and landed completely in a puddle face down. And I will never forget that. Yeah. I had to make you remember me. She, no one else saw it. She claims (laughs) to have barely touched me. The other two turned around because of the size difference, she didn't, or they didn't believe that it could be true that she actually pushed me over into the puddle, but she completely did. And it was very mean. Oh, I'm so sorry. I haven't been able to do it to this day. So I don't know. I think he was a little wobbly that day. It was breakfast time. It I wasn't even sure in the evening. You, I had to make sure you fell for me. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's corny. So after that, um, we kind of went our separate ways. Josh didn't end up staying in Banff. I wanted him to. I invited him to my birthday and he didn't come. But that's because he was actually rekindling with his ex-partner, which I think it's funny because we had to kind of go these separate ways to come back together. And I'm very much the type, obviously, to believe that everything happens for a reason. And if it's meant to be, it'll happen. So he went back with his ex and I started dating another another guy and that was it like we literally didn't talk for three years after that we like i think it was after that brunch like after that we did not talk after i pushed you in the puddle yeah you went to golden and that's enough to send a guy away pushing him in a puddle like that and embarrassing them (laughs) we didn't talk at all for three whole years three years yep that's a long time it is and Then, of course, here comes August of 2019, three years later. We both had our relationships in between, didn't chat, and I decided... I never stopped thinking you were cute, and there was every now and then where you would pop into my mind. Oh, that's interesting. You didn't know that? Well, no. We haven't (laughs) specifically discussed our relationship like this before. Yeah, so... He would pop up just because I did really have a crush on him when I met him. He just really excited me. Um, There's something about your energy. I do want to mention, too, that in Banff, I would go out with my friends and he would go out with his. And there was one night in particular where I checked my phone after the club to 27 missed... No, no, it was 17. Which is still really bad. 17 missed calls. And I have absolutely no recollection of this. And I, to this day, maintain that this is a lie. I wish I could access my phone records because I went out of that club and I was like, what the heck? He's really trying to pick me up right now. It was like, you know, 3 a.m. you up kind of calls. Yeah, I'm glad you can't access those (laughs) records. I still maintain it's a lie, but I'm also not sure. Would you be surprised if you did that back in your single days? I would be very surprised. Really? Yes, I've never been told this has happened before. Uh, Okay, well, anyway. That's why I don't believe it. (laughs) I think you just really liked me then. Yep, perhaps. Let's let's go with that. There's also a video of Josh picking me up and I'm just so like petite as he physically mentioned. Physically picked yeah, me up. Yeah, you physically picked me up and then someone that we were with was like, Wow, you guys are so cute. Are you gonna get married? Do you remember that video? And we I've were seen Oh no, the video. are you in love? Yeah. She's like, Are you guys in love? And I was like, Yeah, and you're like, I think so. <laughs> So we had a fun two weeks. Like, it was definitely fun. Um, But yes, 
back to 2019, August of 2019, I had actually just broken up with my ex-partner at the time. And as had I. Yeah, you were freshly single. Oh, I was about six months single, maybe a bit more even by that stage. Yeah, so fresh and Josh popped up on my timeline. You must have uploaded like a photo or something and I decided to like it and then I decided to like a lot of your photos to get your attention again. And we had a like sort of little exchange. You one, one, one each way. Yep, on Instagram. Me liking yours. How cute are we and how cheesy are we? Yeah, until it got to the point where I'm like, all right, let's send a message and sort of see what's going on. Check in with good old Hev. So Josh reached out to me that time and was like, hey, how's it been? And we started talking, just kind of going back and forth. And I mean, it's never stopped. That was what kind of started all of this. We talked Very quickly went from the likes into conversation into within a few days or maybe a week, a FaceTime call. Yeah, it was actually, it would have been less than a week. Less than a week we were doing a FaceTime call to, you know, to catch up with someone you haven't seen in over three years that you only hung out with for a couple of weeks. (laughs) That's how good the conversation was just through text alone. Yeah, we could definitely tell we were excited when the other one would message and we would get like that eager feeling to respond and thinking he's in Australia, right? He had gone back home and I was in my hometown. So there was a huge time difference. It was either 14 or 16 hours. At least 16, I think. Yeah. So there was periods of time where we would actually immediately be able to, to talk to each other and then other times where it was just one was sleeping and the other one was doing their thing. So we dealt with that. I mean, throughout a lot of our relationship, but definitely then. Um, and I think it was two weeks after talking and just we FaceTimed a few times. Josh was like... Keen for a holiday. And he always says he just wanted a holiday. I really but... wanted a holiday to the US and I just wanted someone from Canada to come accompany me on the trip. <laughs> he flew across... <laughs> Or no, he planned to fly across the world to meet in Chicago. And he really wanted me to join him, apparently. Although the whole trip was planned for both of us to be there and that you were coming to see me. I was (laughs) thinking of going regardless. I probably wouldn't have necessarily gone there. I would have gone somewhere else. But that was always on my to-do list for the States, which I hadn't done on a, a trip about a year earlier. Okay, fair enough. I'll let the listeners use their own discernment and decide what they think is true. Yep. <laughs> so after two weeks of talking again, flights were booked, hotel was booked, and six weeks after no, another, starting talking. Another two weeks later. Was it two weeks? Yeah. Oh my gosh, we're crazy. <laughs> I was on a plane flying Josh on 20, a plane. let's say 24-ish hours. Yeah, it's typically about that. 24 hours, and I got on my quick... Uh, Five-hour flight, not even. Five-hour travel, really, in total from my hometown to Chicago. And I remember my dad dropping me off at the airport, and he's like, who is this person? And I'm like, honestly, it's just a friend that I had three three years years ago ago for two weeks, and we're just going to see what happens. And one thing with my parents is they are so open that my dad was just like, okay. And, you know, I don't know how I would feel if my child was 
just gonna go, I know I, I'm old enough, but like they had knew nothing about you. I was going to Chicago. I was crossing borderline. Yep. And they asked me zero questions. So very free spirited of us. Um we met in Chicago in October. Yep. Spent six nights there in a hotel with the best of you you could oh, possibly have. The view was incredible. The whole week upload was... Upload a picture of that as well. You want me to upload a picture? Okay, sure. I'll upload a picture of our view from our hotel. It was one of the best trips ever. I had a really good time. We really just reconnected and... It was fantastic other than when the jet lag kicked mm. in and then I was randomly sick. What, like, I just, I don't know if I had a 24-hour flu or what happened, but I was sitting, we were sitting at a bar watching... Football because you're explaining I it to me. Made you watch football with me on our six day trip, and um, and yeah, I just all of a sudden was really sick, couldn't finish the beer, and then ended up going, and like my face swelled up and everything like that, and I had Your to face. had to like try and cool it down because it was really hot. So I ended up putting the hummus that we had picked up <laughs> from the fridge on my face and whatever else I could to try and r- reduce the swelling. That was quite awkward, but otherwise it was a, a fantastic six-day trip. To be fair, we had done a lot of walking, a lot of touristy things, and at that point it was nice to just have like a movie night. Yeah. We was, just sat. We were very busy in terms of going out and seeing things and going to a few bars and restaurants mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff and going out on the lake and Most days involved drinking at starting at like 1 p.m., Easily. Was it that early? I don't yes, know. most days. Um, a few cocktails up at the beautiful s- some of the rooftop bars and at our uh, at our hotel as well. Mm-hmm. And I don't know because I'm not necessarily a big city type of person, but Chicago was beautiful. I really actually enjoyed Chicago, and I don't know if it was because of the experience being there with you or if it was actually just the city. I don't know. Oh, it's a great city. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> You're like, don't give me that credit. Mm. But no, during that trip, we really got to reconnect and see how we were physically together. And was it night two or <laughs> night three on the river walk? It like. was. So we arrived Wednesday night by Saturday night. Okay. So Saturday Wednesday, night. Thursday, we... Friday, Saturday. Okay. So night four. Yeah. So if you ever go to Chicago, go along the river walk. It is fantastic. Do it both at day and at night. Go, you know, one direction during the day and, you know, do whatever you got to do and then come back. It's fantastic. They also have lots of little pop-up bars and stuff it's like so that. Fun. And so you watch the all the boats going past with all the other tourists and, mm-hmm. you know, commuters and all that sort of stuff. It's, yeah, really awesome. Yeah. A lot of live music along the way. There was one bar we were sitting <clears throat> down at and I remember this because it was so funny and we were sitting on like cement stairs having a drink so we had been sitting there for longer than we realized having a really like deep conversation we had a lot of those and we went to get up and Josh's legs stopped working because he was they were like numb from sitting on the cement and as he was wobbling around Ed Sheeran was playing like through a speaker and it was when your legs don't walk like they used to before do you I remember that. I completely <laughs> forgot that story until right now. I yeah. Me too. <laughs> and it was work. just like, you know, when you're so obviously we're a little tipsy, so happy, it was so funny. I I, I completely <laughs> forgot that. I had you know, forgotten about that forever. We had that was funny. That night, I think I was just 
I had been with Josh for a few days again and I messaged Callie and I was like, shit. She's like, what's going on, Hev? And I'm like, I met the guy I'm going to marry. <laughs> and I don't know what to do about it. I'm slightly freaking out. I, I don't know what to do. And she was obviously really excited for me. And we were there actually. October 23rd was the day that we left. And I'm like, October 23rd is the day that we met three years ago. <laughs> mm. I, I will admit that I... I didn't necessarily know Mary, but I'm like, yeah, I think I love this girl after four days and two weeks. Well, it wasn't even two weeks because we hung out a few times during the two weeks. So it was, yeah, less than a week in person, realistic, oh, about a week in person, realistically. Yeah. And it was just was such like, a strong feeling. I was like, yeah, I, I, this could be the one. <laughs> I thought, I'm like, it's the one. And you're like, maybe. I'm a little wrong, maybe. I'm a little more reserved. He's in my a feelings. Libra. He's I'm a in, Libra. Very so indecisive about everything. Very indecisive. <laughs> I'm surprised in my sad nature that that's how I was feeling, but it is. So it was actually really sad to leave him. One because we didn't know when we were going to see each other next, and we didn't know what we were necessarily doing. We just and knew what that there the was, world. Oh, sorry, we what didn't was know. going to happen. In well, the we world. had no idea what was coming. Um, so we you know, just kind of parted ways and literally two days later when I... Well, not... That... Yeah, I, I went down to Atlanta to visit some buddies for Fair, another yeah. five or six days and then flew back to Australia and then... then a few we, days then after we were that. Sort of talking a few days after I'd arrived home, so, you know, a week or so after and just sort of catching up and regaling about the trip. And our feelings. And we were always very open mm-hmm. with other partners if we had other partners at the time because we were considered single and all the things and then Chicago happened and we didn't want to hurt one another after we had kind of said how we're feeling um so November 1st 2019 Josh made me ask him out because he said if I'm gonna ask you to marry me one day I feel like it has to be equal where you ask me to date and I'll ask you to get married and I'm like yeah, that what? was just my chicken way of making you do the dirty work, and it worked. So we decided that we were going to give it a shot. We're both very adventurous people, so I feel like that helped too because mm-hmm. logically it made zero sense. Oh, no, God, no, at no all sense at all to date an Australian, a Canadian, mm-hmm. and an Australian, like opposite sides of the world. But we decided the connection's too strong. We're going to figure this out and. We did. Um, Only a few months later for Christmas. It was actually a few days before. A few days before I even asked you out, I booked my flights to go to Australia anyways. Oh, did you? I did, yeah, because it was um, before you were home. You told me to. (laughs) I know. So before I even asked him out, I had booked flights for Christmas to go to Australia. To arrive in Australia on Christmas Day. Yeah. Where we would obviously be going to see my family. (laughs) So we knew it was going to be serious. Hmm. We definitely were very... I must admit, you presented yourself very well to my family for someone who had just gotten off. And and yours, you had to do a lot of extra travel to get there. So it was probably like 36 hours, hours. 40 hours door to door. Completely a mess when I picked you up at the airport and you did very well. Thank you. My family were very happy to meet you and extended family all... It was really beautiful. One thing is very different about our seasons because Christmas in Canada is a very cozy, wintry landscape. And in Australia, it's 
pool party. Yep, basically. It was so cool to witness the cocktails by the pool, like so beautiful. When I the, landed the there, I was like, on a common thing with my family at Christmas. It's, uh, I think they put the cocktails on for you to be really? honest. Yeah. I really, obviously, it really hit me because I remember. I love that so mm-hmm. much. Um, yeah, we decided, you know, I was going to spend Christmas there and I don't regret it. We spent two, two weeks. And a, two and a half weeks. Two and a half weeks. I yeah. was in Australia for Christmas, New Year's Eve, and... Then we did a little, yeah, but met obviously a bunch of my friends and, and family, as I mm-hmm. mentioned, and then we... I had a little trip booked. I think we left on the 1st or the 2nd of January um, up to Queensland, did a lot of the touristy stuff, went to Byron Bay and mm, Byron and Bay, Gold Coast and stayed with my sister who lived in Brisbane at the time. Yeah, it was really beautiful to see Australia. There is a massive difference in lifestyle compared Canada to Australia. Canada, I just feel like health-wise and the food is like hella greasy. Mm-hmm. Australia, all of the cafes, it's fresh fruit, all the avocado toast that you could imagine. The coffee's also very different there compared to here. There it's are just so good. many things. Um, <laughs> long, It is really good. Longer term, we'd love to be in Australia. I need that vitamin D more. I burnt eight times, eight times over each other. Yeah, sunburn on sunburn on sunburn. It was horrible. And I was wearing sunscreen, so. Not enough. Nope. I You've got to reapply every like ten to fifteen minutes literally. to survive. Yes, I do. So it was that's the kind of life you want. It was honestly if you haven't been to Australia and you're listening to this, make it a bucket list thing. This because is like a travel podcast now, isn't it? Chicago. <laughs> Our experiences. Well there's so yeah. much travel at the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. So then when but, I came back home. Yeah. We sort of planned our next little adventure, which was me going to fly over to Ontario for Easter, so yeah. Aprilish twenty twenty, <laughs> and as you can all probably imagine, the world kind of hit the skids in March, <laughs> in mid to late March in Australia. We kept so much faith; it oh, hit, and we were God. like, "Oh, March! Like by April, this will all be fine, and you'll be able to come." No. Or maybe that was just me being That's very naive. <laughs> And suffice it to say, obviously, the April trip was cancelled, mm-hmm. as was the then intended move. I was supposed to come in April to sort of meet the family and friends and see the area and then move over in July. I was um, a university student. I still, well, I guess I am. I'm just about finished. Um, but I had arranged a transfer to University of Ottawa. And then that was subsequently cancelled on three different occasions for each semester or trimester. And each time, like, okay, I was living with my dad at the time and I was living on the couch. You'd moved in temporarily. Temporarily. I still had my space, but I needed the emotional support that my dad could provide. And so I lived with him. being closed and everything like that. Yeah. My business was closed, as everyone knows, if you're listening. Um, So I lived with my dad for a little while and... Of course, thinking time changes, time zones, all of those differences. Josh and I could only really talk in the morning for me, which would be later on for you. What was it the other way around? We like talked in the morning and... Morning for me and evening for you, I think. No, evening uh, for me, know. we only talked for a short period and then you'd work. Okay. So it was a lot more that we would talk in my morning and you would stay up late. Sure. Let's and give me that. so... If Josh received any news, 
I was sleeping and he had to wait for me to wake up to relay any news. And it was always bad news at the time. It was always, I can't go again. I can't go again. No, it's, yep, it's delayed. They're not letting me come. And it was always like I would wake up and he pretty much wanted to share it right away because he's been sitting with it all day. Hey, let's talk. He, I always knew when you would say that was going to be a bad thing. And my dad would come upstairs. He worked in the basement. He'd come upstairs and just see me sobbing on the couch and look at me like, okay, did he break up with her? Like, what's going on? Why is she so distraught? Mm. And it was just because, again, like, we had planned so many separate times. Okay, it's well, not yeah, April. It's it was June. Only supposed it's not to be June. It's July. It's not July. It's... From Christmas to April is obviously only supposed to be a four-month break, and then to July it was only going to be another three-month break that we were going to do apart. But due to COVID, it ended up being from that Christmas up until the following mid-November, mid 15th of November, I arrived in Canada. So it was 10 and a half months completely apart. And it wasn't even like we had a date where we knew we would see each other. It just gradually kept getting pushed. I don't know how our relationship would have been had we known at the beginning of January when I landed that we were only going to see each other in November. Like, I don't know how that would have been. I think it's only because we kept thinking like, okay, April didn't happen, so June will happen. June didn't happen, so July will happen. July didn't happen, so maybe September. Like, it kept just getting pushed gradually. Yep. It was heartbreaking every time, but... sort of mid to late October, finally we found a, a way. There was a new public policy that the government here in Canada passed and it allowed me to get over as a visitor. And then Through I, me, being in partnership yeah. with me. Yeah. They started allowing long-distance relationships to come in with the help of a lawyer. Yeah. Basically. So, yeah, obviously in November I took off, after, you know, pretty short notice to pack up everything up. Pretty much left my job. I hung on to it for another couple of months while I was in Canada, but basically knew that would be the end of it. Um, obviously saw left all my family and friends knowing that I wouldn't, well, I still haven't seen them and it's nearly, how long is it? Two years, a year and a half, two years later. And yeah, still, well, you got here still in November no idea 2020. About, yeah, still no idea about when I will be able to see them. So it's kind of a bit rough and rocky in terms of that but absolutely but yeah. it's still not um i mean you guys all know that i share all the time that i'm unvaccinated so if you're unvaccinated you cannot get there you cannot really leave canada either so once that changes hopefully soon yeah. enough so that was a fun little trip over and obviously with flights between canada and australia cancelled i had to go via qatar so the other way around the world so i had a 15 hour flight uh, about a one or two hour break and then onto a 14 hour flight. That was oh, the God. worst thing ever. So it ended up being similar to have close All to 35, All with the double mask. Like you had to wear yeah, a mask, which wear, I didn't have to do in my 40 hours. I had to wear a mask and a face shield at that time. It was like that's The entire so time from <laughs> airport to airport to airport. So nonstop. And that was including sleep and everything like and that, And then obviously. they almost the, didn't let him in. The mask as well. That was okay. But the face shield on top, that was a lot. It was a lot. For, for such a long extended period. Yeah, that's a lot to be wearing. And you're already not breathing fresh air being on a plane. Mm. And then an airport and then a plane. Yep. So the 30 odd hours of that was fun. but You made it. Yeah, you did it for here. love. And then, yeah, immediately upon seeing each other. And talking and hearing our different accents, this this is quite funny. We and it took a couple of hours to really sort of get used to it because obviously hearing people 
talk in person versus FaceTime. It's similar, but it, it, it's also still quite different. And if you've experienced it, you'll understand. But yeah, we were kind of both shocked at each other's accent and how different we actually We sounded. were totally disconnected. It freaked us yeah, both was, right out. Well, and it was a bit of realization, oh, we're like, we're actually together after 10 and a half months apart. And still at that point, only having known each other in person for like two for maybe a month less less than or six days two and a half weeks so yeah it was not a long not much time. more than three weeks three to four weeks that we knew each other in person and then i was there to move into our place and we sounded completely different and scared the hell out of us both and okay so think about ten and a half months away yes. from your partner What's the first thing someone might want to do? Again, sorry, mom and dad, but what would be the first thing 10 and a half months later? Well, if I was For Josh, Josh it was to sort his socks. I needed to unpack my bag and claim my place in the apartment. This is my home now. I've left my friends and family behind. I'm on the other side of the world in a town I've never visited with one person I know here and not a single other soul. And again, that one person I've known for like four weeks or less. So I needed to unpack and claim my rightful place. You spent so long sorting your socks. I was like, are you okay? I had a lot of stuff to bring over. I had to pack my whole life into two bags. Sorry for wanting to get sorted and settled. So, yes, I just think that is the funniest thing because when you go through it, it's just, it's so crazy to think that after only knowing each other for that amount of time, we went through 10 and a half months long distance. Oh, like, God. that's a long time. That was agony. It how, was not how did we great. Do it? I don't know. I honestly don't know. We just it did it. It must be all right. Yeah. <laughs> You're a good egg. So, from there, Josh was working from home. In doing Australian hours for the next three months or yeah. so so that meant I was basically working anywhere between sort of starting at 7 p.m I think and then mm-hmm. finishing as little as late as 6 7 8 a.m it's not ideal he no. was working Australian hours Horrible. I was catching up at the spa so I was working a lot we didn't see each other even a lot then and you were stuck in my apartment and it wasn't like ideal whatsoever and then another lockdown hit and we were like what do we do? What do we do? Um, I'm not happy in my hometown. You're not going to be happy here because it's just not compared to where you were coming from and where you were like that just didn't make sense to be there. Yeah, there was a river. <laughs> Sorry yes. for anyone that lives in Cornwall Most, that's listening to a this. A lot of people. Um, we'll be back to visit. Don't worry. Yes, we will. Um, we just I was really done with being in that area. It was holding me back in a lot of ways and I was like, okay, so we kind of just had a conversation of what's what do we want to do? And it was pretty easy to say we both love the mountains. We obviously met in the mountains. How would we feel about moving back to the mountains? I and also really like snowboarding and was very happy to try and push the agenda to come out west. Yes, you were very, Apparently very Apparently I pushed it much harder than I realized at the time. <laughs> so I think I closed down the spa. Yeah, it was Christmas Eve was my last day working. And, and made the decision yourself. Mm-hmm. Made the decision uh, with light pressure at the beginning of January <laughs> to leave. We were still in a lockdown, so I never reopened because you'd been closed. For, I'd been closed what, for a while, five months or something more. Well, or less. yeah, there was many lockdowns, but no, at that point, sporadically. Yeah, at that point, I was just tired of being locked down. So we were like, "Fuck it, let's go! Like, let's go to the mountains." I'm 
done with this space where I'm at. Yep. So we spent, what, two and a half months, I think it was, in Cornwall from my arrival to when we departed. It wasn't long. We decided on, like, let's decided on a Sunday that we were going to move. And by the following Sunday, I had a subletter. I had started selling all the stuff from the spa. Like, it was fast. And probably two weeks after that, we were gone. Like, it was a very fast decision, which is most of ours, to be honest. It's very much like... Are we doing this or not? Like, are yeah, we all in or are we not? Let's do it. Let's do it. So we did. We drove all the way across the country. Now we're in beautiful Canmore. Um, it wasn't our first spot, honestly, that we wanted. We wanted something closer to the ski hill that we where we were going to. Um, but this ended up being the next best thing because we didn't want to work in uh, Banff. It ended a, up being the best thing. Yeah, it did definitely. in the end. But at the time we were like, eh. We don't know. So. I was hesitant because I hadn't. I'd spent time in Banff and I knew it was small, but I hadn't spent time in Canmore and I had no idea what to expect. And yeah. It turns out it's ten times better because it's bigger and there's more to this do. This town, if anyone listening has more been just to just for general Can- life as well. If anyone has been to Canmore, oh, come, come visit. Come visit us. We will. We have an extra room. Come see and, us. And depending on how well we know you, we have a hotel that is thirty meters away. <laughs> Yes, so Just kidding. we moved here. We moved in with, should we talk about it or no? No, we shouldn't. <laughs> Basically, we moved Two in nightmares. really quickly. We moved in with roommates and they were nightmares. We sued them. We won. They stole my money and... Our money. Our yeah, money. Well, it was money. mine. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, What's yours is mine, darling. We sued them. We won. We moved out of that hellhole and after two months just two months yeah close six weeks six to eight weeks something like that yep and then moved into this place and we've been here for what time what time of year is it it's april a bit over yeah so just over a year 12 or 13 months we've been in this space we got to when we first moved out here we didn't want to bring honey for that four-day dreadful drive and we couldn't and we couldn't with where we were moving Yeah, with where we were moving, they had a cat that was sick, so we didn't want to expose her to anything. So, luckily for us, and my sister flew across, she took Honey. Honey's been with us. She loves the mountains. She loves going for walks. She's our little baby. Yep, it's not weird here to see a cat on a leash. It actually is not at all. Well, Um, it's unusual, but not weird. Even though that's the same thing. That's where we've been for the last year. We've been just building our home in the mountains. We're currently waiting for Josh's permanent residency visa to come in so that he will be considered a citizen of Canada. Well, not a citizen. Well, that's, a permanent resident. A permanent residence. Citizens. You'll have, you'll have we'll get, privileges. the first step towards citizenship. Yes. The first step. There's many. And even this process has been crazy. A nightmare, but we're almost done. We're Hopefully almost Hopefully a month done. to go. Maybe just a little more. A month or two. Yeah. Fingers crossed. And that's where we've been. Our relationship's just been building up. It's very stable, I would say. Yeah. It's a very like What have we been fun. doing in that time? In this year and a bit? We go we like to go on little little trips to the city. We like traveling, so any opportunity we have to travel. To Jasper and We've all. gone to Vancouver Island to see my grandpa. Had a few of your friends and a couple of my friends come and stay with us and take them around. Yep. To the bars and then to all the sites. This area is very touristy, so there is never a lack of things to do. Oh, There's yeah. always so much to do. That's where we've really been the last year, I would say. Yep. We're hoping eventually to go to Australia. I'd love to actually live there once the borders, we can go. And so Josh can see his family. His family's yeah. planning to come here for a visit, which is nice. Mom his and parents. Dad are, yeah. yeah. 
So that's really nice. We've really just been, you know, in each other's energy. It's nice living together. We do pretty well living together, honestly, which is <laughs> nice considering you're kind of stuck here right now. Mm. Uh. We're very much our little happy family and yeah, it's really nice. It's happy. I'm happy. I agree. <laughs> that Thank God. I am also happy. So that is our little love story. It's been a 40-minute love story. So I guess we can get into the questions people asked. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. So we'll get into that really quick. Let me pull them up. Okay. So the first question was submitted by Joshua, and it was, what's your favorite thing about him? But... I'm not vain. Someone else asked, what's your favorite thing about the other? So I feel like I would like oh, to hear you're yours, setting too. me up. <laughs> Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I want you to go first. That's why I I asked the question. Uh, Okay. So my favorite thing about you is when I'm feeling not so strong, you really step up to the plate and you take care of me. I feel really protected and safe when I'm with you. No, I'm very open. You've really shown me a healthy relationship too. And you've always been so patient through it, even though you're not the most patient person in general. You've Mm. always been so patient with me. And holding that space for me as I had to kind of navigate, especially at the beginning of our relationship, what it was like to go from an extremely unhealthy relationship to a healthy one. It's actually not easy. So you did a really good job with that. Yeah. And you just make me feel really taken care of. And I've always taken care of myself since I was 17. I've taken care of myself. So to have someone else kind of come in and actually want to take care of me with no strings attached, like you just do it, makes me feel really nice. I mean, it's not no strings attached. I'd like a cuddle every now and then. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I can um, do that. My favorite thing is I I think it's the way you see the good in every single person. I absolutely do not. I <laughs> If a person gets on my bad side, they're basically done. They have to work very hard if they want to get back on the good side. But you automatically see the good in everyone. And I don't know how you possibly do it. That's so nice. Thank you. I appreciate it because, yeah, I guess that is important. Okay, on to the next question. Oh, this one, no question, but you two make a beautiful couple. Thank you. Oh, who is that sweetheart? Her name is Gilen, so we're shouting you out on the podcast, which is really nice. Um, Thank you. That matters. And then someone else asked, will you ever move to Australia? Absolutely. We were wanting to do it before this point in time, but traveling didn't become so accessible to us. We were wanting to, to do it world. to the world. Yes, absolutely. So eventually we will be in Australia. The yep. lifestyle is just ideal for both of us, honestly. What is one thing, what is one another's favorite thing about the other's country slash culture? I want to hear yours first with that snowboarding you like snowboarding in Canada? yes you have snowboarding there yeah but it's nothing like it's it's horrible it's like two minutes down fair is that your only thing that you like about canada no i like many things but that's my favorite thing uh, okay. i don't okay. i don't particularly like the cold that comes along with that and mm-hmm. the winters but yeah snowboarding is my favorite thing that's why i somehow helped heaven decide that she wanted to move to the mountains from ontario <laughs> Fair enough. I do like snowboarding, to be fair. I'm getting better at it. I'm still very cautious. God, it's a work in progress, that's for sure. (laughs) Okay, 
Our last snowboarding session, Josh brought me all the way up the mountain. I have extreme vertigo and fear of heights, and I was freaking the fuck out up there. I had a whole oh. panic. I had multiple panic attacks. All you had to do was just go down the hill and get to the bottom. There was a cliff. <laughs> no, no, there wasn't. <laughs> I didn't felt... bring you anywhere near the cliffs because I go to the cliffs, the small cliffs, and then jump <sighs> off them. Yeah, and so the big ones, I stay I'm very from. comfortable with greens, working up to blues. There's blues I can do. It's just that blue is terrifying. Yeah, it was easy. My favorite thing about Australia is the sun, the weather, the food. Um, definitely just the fact that you're so close to the beach all the time. Like, that's crazy to me. That's several things, but yes. Yeah, there's a lot that I love about Australia, and I guess you... Based on your two and a half weeks you've ever you spent there. I love you being from there. That's great. I often forget until someone... We're out in public, and someone's like, oh, where are you from? And I'm like, why are they asking that question? Why is that standing out? And then I'm like, his accent. I yeah, do so not notice Josh's accent I anymore. I am a foreigner here. <laughs> I do not notice the accent anymore. <laughs> it is just his voice, so... Okay, last question. Last? There's got to be more. No, that's it. Oh. What were some of the pros and cons of picking up and moving together? Are pros. we talking about moving in initially or moving over here? Maybe moving over here because she's from near our hometown. Well, my hometown. Well, again, obviously for me, snowboarding. Yeah. Also, it was a place I know that heaven had spent time before having lived in Banff, which, as she mentioned, is just up the road. So I know she's comfortable there and she likes it and... It's, for me, I don't want to experience the cold and not have the mountains around. You know, I, mm. I could happily be in Australia where it's not cold and there's not many mountains back in Melbourne. So that that's one thing for me in terms of the actual location. But obviously it give, gave us an opportunity to live together sort of. And it other than the fact that um, Callie, Evan's sister, moved here, later probably a, a month a couple of months after us i think mm -hmm. um it gave us the chance to sort of just be together with no friends and family so it put us on a similar point because mm -hmm. i i'm obviously much further away but heaven was now away and it was just us two and we could just work on us with no no one else around yeah and even playing field i think yeah that's fair i it definitely makes sense why like if you're going to deal with the snow why not deal with the snow in a place that's, one, beautiful. Like, it's literally a Hallmark card over here. Yeah. And, two, there's snowboarding so accessible. And you can go down the hill. Exactly. Now, what's a con to picking up and moving? Uh, I don't know. Our original <laughs> housemates were nightmares, but apart from that, no, everything's No, moving been... from Ontario. Oh, yeah. Well, move, yeah, to our horrible housemates. Fair, yes. I, we did not Everything else has in... been pretty good. I mean, obviously, it's... Harder for you now being away from family and friends, but I think you've you managed that very well, and you've, Thank you. You're as much as too, so. a couple of friendships have gone by the wayside. I think it, there's stronger relationships we've made out here with other people, and mm -hmm. with your mum being in the same province, mm -hmm. she as as much as it's still eight or nine hours away, she can she's visited three or four times in the last. Mm -hmm year and your sister's an hour away and your one of your best friends Kaylee's an hour away um in Calgary as well and and I have I have friends out here yeah, yeah and nice. you've got you've got other friends that yeah. are in town as well from Ontario from the same hometown living, <laughs> living here in Canmore so yeah that certainly that's definitely makes it nice that makes it easy mm -hmm. absolutely that's definitely been 
a pro. pro there's so to, many. Wasn't that supposed to be a con? Yeah. Oh, but I see oops. more. You kind of win too. It's okay. There's so many pros to being out here, honestly. We've both really grown as people too out here compared to being in my hometown. It's just a very different atmosphere. I would experience severe anxiety doing basic things in my hometown compared to here where I don't know anyone. I couldn't even do groceries without... Free to be who you want. Yeah, it's just a really open space and that feels really good for me. I've grown a lot. Like if when I go to my hometown, Not I don't even recognize. she's still just as small as ever. <laughs> still the same Sorry. petite size. Too good an opportunity. But Please emotionally, spiritually, I've also grown. That's been a huge thing too is when Josh and I started dating, I was not this spiritual or I was not this open yeah, spiritually. I'm, I'm so. Blindsided by that, wasn't Blindsided. I? That's okay. You do you, babe, whatever makes you happy. Josh has been incredible with that whole shift in my life. Like that's a massive shift hmm. and you've been incredible with it. I've overheard him explaining to friends and family what I do, and I always... <laughs> I don't really know what it is. I just... You said... I don't know who you were talking to, but you were like, honestly, I don't really know, but she's really happy and good at it, so it makes... She, it works for me. And I, I was if, like, that's she, the best answer. If she can make money and be happy, then I'm all for it. <laughs> You're just so open to it. Josh is a very easygoing person, so that's been something that has helped me a lot. I don't have to hide any parts of me at all like it's just i'm so open and yep. that feels really nice we're a team we're a very strong team um so it's been honestly all pros living out team here being jevin. together jevin i don't know there's gotta be a better Ew, I... a better nickname for the both of us Havosh. that's horrible as well <laughs> they're no. all bad they don't go well no Maybe. we're a team and team honey Honey's a part of this team, which is really nice, and we're just growing all together. We're in this for the long haul, which is so nice um, to know that we have each other for this lifetime. Sorry, I'm just meowing at Honey. (laughs) Yep, Josh is done. He's like, my attention span, gone. It's 50 minutes. It's a long podcast, but yes, I wanted to say thank you to everyone for listening to our story. This has been honestly requested so much that like let's just do it wow you must talk really well about me because that's surprising you're always on my stories like people really enjoy you they think you're funny oh well hopefully that continues after this we'll see (laughs) maybe i'm a bit of a dick maybe i yes that was my first impression of him i thought he was the biggest dick and that like drew me in even more i don't know why i was very attracted to that at the time she likes the bad boys Mm, yeah and i've come to see that josh is not a bad boy at all (laughs) actually a very weird quirky and i love him for it all (laughs) so thanks for being on the podcast babe you're very welcome thanks for having me i love you you too baby okay thank you everyone and we will chat next week bye guys see ya